This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Take a Man podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. Used to cover the Washington football team, uh, now a.k.a. the Washington Commanders. Uh, man, the podcast is called Take a Man. You'd think I'd have this down by now. I, you'd think I'd be out. I'm giving myself until training camp to, to not Washington football it too much. Uh, but the Commanders, uh, Logan Paulson used to play for the club as well as a few others in the NFL. Ten years of experience in the league. Uh, I also now host Afternoons on the Team 980. If you're a, a subscriber and you'd like to check out the radio show, please do on the Odyssey app or on 980 AM in DC, 106.7 FM HD2. If you got an HD radio, we're throwing out HD radio signals, Logan, uh, in DC. So now the question becomes in terms of the cap stuff and, and, and what it means for this franchise going forward beyond the the very direct of Terry. Like, what's next? And I don't know how much you've gotten into what this means for their cap stuff moving forward, but like when you look at this deal, do you feel like it it opens up a path for Deron Payne to resign that didn't exist here before, or now like solidifies it? Obviously, Sweat and Young and all these guys are on the horizon. But like Deron Payne's the next in line. What does this mean for Deron Payne? I think this is a good sign for Deron because I don't think this is like <clears throat> this isn't like a max money deal. It's a good deal. It's a fair value deal. Um, they didn't backload the deal. There's nothing creepy or crazy about it. Like he's going to get this money, which is good. And I think you know it's a lot of money, no doubt. But I think with the increase in the salary cap over the next couple of years, I think there is a space now to get drawn, drawn, resigned, or uh, you know Montez, if that's the, if that's the direction this team chooses to go. Obviously, I'm not a cap, cap expert, and there are people that do this full-time 365 and they understand the nuances of the cap and how each dollar amount affects possible resignings. But I do think that this at least leaves the door open for those types of conversations. Is it going to happen? I'm not going to say that. But because of the because of how the deal is structured, at least to my eye, because of the value, the, do- the total dollar value, at least to my eye, I feel like there is a good opportunity to get some of those other guys resigned. And that's I think that's encouraging. Again, that's another reason why the deal seems to be kind of trending in the right direction. They didn't go out and pay him $26 million over three because that's, you know, for, you know, $26 million per year over three, which is right. kind of silly, right? Um, and they, 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 hard negotiation, both parties are going to be happy with this, I think. And that's encouraging that they're thinking about the future. They're thinking about resigning these other guys. And um, hopefully with the, like I said, the ascending salary cap, they can get that done. Yeah. And, and so the, Super detailed contract is not out yet. I haven't seen it reported anywhere, and Spotrack is amazing. We actually had Michael Gennetti, who's the co-founder of Spotrack, on the show earlier this week. Um, but And if Michael doesn't have the contract yet, then nobody's got it because um, they get stuff up like that. But what, what he had seen so far, and based off some of the reporting, was that the 
the deal was fairly front loaded. Like obviously, twenty eight million is super front loaded. It's guaranteed yeah. at signing, uh, the largest signing bonus in the history of the NFL for a wide receiver. But they've also got this big giant. Like he's going to be a fairly low cap number this year, but yeah. big big potential uh, roster bonus next year that can then be restructured again. So they, what, what the way this deal is structured by getting that twenty-eight million dollars out of the way and and splitting it up over four years, where that twenty-eight million becomes seven million per year over the next four against the cap plus whatever it's, the base salaries are. It's four uh, or three. How do they well, do it's, that? it's four because it's a three-year extension on top of this year, and oh, because that money gets guaranteed at signing, seven million of that, and that, like his new contract becomes a four-year contract. I see. And thus the twenty, at least the way I understand it. Uh, that $28 million then gets divided by four over the next, uh, or sorry, gets divided by four over the next four years, $7 million a year plus the base salary. That, that is at least my understanding of it. Um, we'll have J.I. Hallsell on the, on the show later today uh, as we're recording this, a.k.a. earlier, uh, as most people are probably listening to this, uh, knowing that I might not get this podcast up till at least in the middle of the show. Um, but J.I. is salary cap 101 on Twitter. Like, dude's awesome. I will confirm all this with him. Anyway, the point is, they will be able to have, like, they, they were able to take on Carson, because this is all intertwined, right? They're able to take on Carson at that $28 million number this year, bring in Terry, extent, or bring in Terry, it's still a fairly low number, higher than he was going to count if they didn't do an extension, but they knew the extension was coming. And also give themselves flexibility moving forward, which does encourage or is encouraging on the Duran front. Because I think a lot of people looked at the way some of these other deals were structured or what they thought Terry might get and said, there's no way they're going to be able to re-sign Payne and they're just going to have to make some tough choices. I don't think this locks in that they're going to re-sign Duran. I think that could be a tough negotiation because I think it's already clear that Duran sometimes feels like second fiddle to John in a way that he's not super comfortable with. Uh, so I, I think this year is really important for like the relationship with Deron Payne, but at least from a financial flexibility standpoint, they are they are in good shape. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think uh, you know obviously the Carson Wentz thing I think is probably more significant because it's it's a shorter duration, so the signing bonus doesn't like spread out the way Terry's does, which I think is a great point you brought up. Um, and obviously that'll be really interesting to see how it plays out because if you're locked in that for two years, that that is a big. Um, restriction in terms of getting some of these other guys resigned, but you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, what if you cut them? What if you move on from them?" I think that's still a possibility. I, I don't know if that shows good process in terms of the evaluation. You probably feel weirder about the Carson Wentz move, the Carson Wentz trade, excuse me. But I do think that um, I think that that to me is more significant than Terry's deal at the moment. You know, in terms yeah. of making it hard to re-sign guys. But, uh, but again, I, I think there's enough space now. There's enough space to get it done. I'm excited to see if they do get it done. I, you know, I'm like I said this on your show. I think I, I'm I'm just pumped up, man, to get Terry, Jahan, and Curtis on the field together and playing some football, and what that does for Carson Wentz, and if this offense can support Carson Wentz, because if it can, like it's going to be a dangerous group. So now that's a big if, but um, like like that that's ex- that's an exciting proposition for 2023. And then I think the optimism of signing Jerron, it's it's now possible. Like you mentioned, is it going to happen? Who knows? But um, at least, at least, it's not off the table, which is what a lot of people thought was going to happen after this deal. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. And the other thing, just to close the loop on Wentz, is let's say it works, right? Which is what we're going to talk about next. The idea that this now has a chance to be a really good offense. At least that seems to be what the consensus is around D.C. It's certainly what they think in the building. Uh, Outside D.C., not so much. Again, that's what we're talking about next. But let's say it works and Carson's great. Well, all of a sudden you have a steal at quarterback. If Carson Wentz is good the next two years, let me pull up so I have the exact numbers. But he's sub thirty million the next two years, which yeah. for a good NFL quarterback is stealing. Yeah. He is twenty eight two this year, and then he is a twenty six and then twenty seven the next two years, and that none of it is guaranteed. So if if it doesn't work out either of the next two years, let's say it works out this year and next year something goes haywire, they can cut him after next year. There's no long term commitment. They could obviously also potentially restructure. Um, there's a lot of things they could do. I have a hard time thinking that the team would want to restructure if things are going well enough that they want to keep him because they can steal a quarterback at what used to be good quarterback money but is no longer very expensive Correct. as quarterbacks are pushing $40 million a year. And so, you know, when you talk about where's the room to keep all of the pieces that you've spent these high round picks on it comes from the fact that you're going to be paying your quarterback if things go well 14 15 16 million dollars per year less than a lot of teams are paying then then the you know the Broncos are going to be paying Russell Wilson then the Packers yeah. are paying Aaron Rodgers i mean isn't Rodgers pushing 50 a year even Derek Carr i think is a great example who's like not yeah. a top like he's a very good quarterback but not necessarily a top flight quarterback he's looking to make 40 a year i think they just were going to they they just extended him i think right so I think, yeah. yes, it's it's a huge variable. Like even to get good, like Kirk Cousins is a great example. That contract's gigantic. Yeah. Even to get Car, good Car, quarter- by the way, yeah, Car just to, to close the loop, uh, the, the extension kicks in next year okay. uh, 34-8, and then he's 43 and 43 million the yeah. next couple of years after that. And so think about those numbers. And then Kirk Cousins, I think, is also in that same kind of boat, $40 million. So those guys are not, I don't think they're top five quarterbacks. Maybe they're top 10. They're good football players. They make their team better. But are they elevating you to a Super Bowl? That's the million-dollar question, quite literally the million-dollar question. And if you get even comparable play with Carson Wentz and support him with a really flushed-out, talented roster, you know maybe you could do something dangerous. But I think I'm excited to talk about this next segment we're going to talk about. It's like the big what-ifs for this team moving into the 2022 season. Yeah, uh, Cousins, by the way. 31 this year, 31 uh, million this year. He's 30 in his age 33 season uh, or age 34 season, age 35 next year, getting 36 million before the Vikings can move on from him. So it is, and it's like 48 million dead cap if they were to to cut him. So like they're, he's there for the next next two years. Uh, Kevin O'Connell era is going to start with, with old, old Kirk under center. Uh, I can't believe, by the way, I can't believe cousins is 34. That is or kind about, of wild. To, about to be 34 in, in a couple of days. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. wild. Yep, it's crazy. But I, I, you know, thinking back, like he was, he came in the year after I did, or two years after I did. Yeah, came in two years after me. So we're, I didn't realize we were so close in age. That's yeah, weird. 
Yeah. Anyway. I was about to say, that's, he felt like he should have come out your year. <laughs> I not good at math because that's, that's like your age, right? You're 34? Yeah, 35. 35. So, yeah. yeah, I guess that makes, that makes sense. There I go. That's what I get for trying math. No more. <laughs> no more. <laughs>